Hi, and welcome to Straight Shot Radio. My name is Johnny Slick, and I'm the founder and head coach at Straight Shot Training. As you may have heard me talk about before, or maybe you've seen it on social media, the Straight Shot Training group of coaches is growing, and I would like you all to get to know my coaches as they work with me to provide remote training services to you all, no matter where in the world you are. My guest today is Straight Shot Training coach Delaney Bodner, who over the years has been an employee of mine, a student of mine, and a great friend to my family. This week, she finally made the leap and is now working solely for us here at Straight Shot. We couldn't be happier to have her, and I couldn't be happier to introduce or reintroduce you all to this talented coach. We get into her competitive weightlifting beginnings and how that transitioned into her journey from student into personal trainer. We go through some triumphs and struggles that she's experienced and how 2020 has changed the game for personal trainers. Let's get into our conversation. Hey, Delaney. Hi. Hey, so the first time I had you on, it was the second installment of Donuts with Interns, where you gave us an update of what you were doing uh, as a newer trainer in the field. But something crazy that I didn't tell you about, though, before we went over the notes for this podcast is that the release date of that episode was October 22nd of 2017. <laughs> and this episode is going to come out on October 23rd of 2020. So it only took us oh, three so years and one day to have you back on. But welcome back. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. It's my three year anniversary. Yes. <laughs> That's it's wild. And then the first episode that you were on was Donuts with Interns when you were yes. an intern. And that was episode eight. You came back on for episode 18, which was where you gave us the recap of your new job as a trainer. And now is episode 89 that you're back on. So it's eight and October 20th. <laughs> That's so weird. <laughs> no. So, uh, so in, in the past three years, let's give everybody, well, actually, let's take everybody who maybe hasn't listened to episode eight and 18, but you can always go back and listen to those. But let's give everybody just a little bit of a recap um, of your experience as a trainer and going from how you got into the career path of personal training, you know, going to school for it and getting your certification, kind of up to where you're at now. So let's let's go way, way back. Was okay. it in like high school that you got into Olympic lifting? Uh, my freshman year of college. Yeah, my okay. freshman year of college. Um, I like went on the internet and Googled because I wanted to get into like weightlifting, but just like generic, like throwing around weights at the gym. And I Googled weightlifting near me. And like in, in like the USA, the technical name for like the sport of Olympic weightlifting, like they just call it weightlifting, but they just add a capital W. So I didn't know the difference. And I was like, Oh cool. There's like a club that's like 20 minutes from my house. And then I went and I was like, Oh, they're doing, barbell stuff and I was like this is even better and I was like this is what this is really what I wanted so um and then I started there and then um the head coach really really quick yeah I I know before we jump ahead too much what attracted you to like what first of all because when you walk into an Olympic lifting gym it is not Mm. your typical gym like the way it looks so (laughs) had you had you taken weight training in high school had you been in a weight room before 
Yeah. So I did, um, well, so my freshman year of high school, I actually played football like with the guys and I got like, I got a concussion. If anyone's wondering like what the result of that was, (laughs) it was, it was not, it it did not end well. Um, I'm only laughing because I've seen the picture. I'm only only laughing (laughs) because I've seen the picture of you in the pads and it's amazing. (laughs) It's it's interesting. That was the smallest they had and it was too, way too big. Um, But I stuck it out for the rest of the season, and then I played field hockey my other three years of high school, but I didn't really like doing the sports themselves as much as I liked doing the stuff in the weight room. Like, that was always my favorite part was, like, off-season training. Like, I, like, lived for that. Like, the – yeah, it was, like, the best. Um, So the training atmosphere of, like, a high school weight room does look a lot like an Olympic lifting or weightlifting gym. Okay. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because it's like you walk in and there's, or at least at the high school I went to, they had platforms. They didn't really do, we only did cleans. We didn't do like any snatches. But um, okay. the weightlifting club that I live for now, it's, I mean, it's small. It's one room, um, has six platforms. Um, it basically looks like a big garage room. Like if you want to think of a big garage gym, that's kind of what it looks like if you're trying to okay. come up with a visual for it, um, which I love. Like I love that atmosphere 10 times better than like a, like a traditional gym. gym yeah. I just, yeah. I just it's, it's, yeah, I think it's, it's cool that you just, so you didn't know anybody there. You just found them online. You just walked into no, the gym. I just like, I sent the head coach the email awesome. and was like, Hey, I'm, <laughs> I'm coming in on Sunday. And then my first day was Sunday, January 27th. <laughs> I remember it. Wow. And I think it was the 27th. It was a Sunday. And I walked in and I was like immediately addicted and like everyone there was really nice. And they were like, Oh, you're, you're a lightweight woman. We don't have anyone on the team. That's a lightweight woman. Um, that's awesome. So I've been doing that ever since. And then yeah, cause that, the that environment coach, can be in, intimidating going into. So you had, oh, good yeah, support. Yeah. you had good support right off the bat. Yeah. Yeah. Which that's was like awesome. amazing. Yeah. And everyone yeah. there is like my second family. So it's definitely okay. like a whole family thing for me too. Um, which if they listen to this, which uh, if they listen to this, they'll never let me live that down. Then I'm saying that, but whatever, it's okay. (laughs) Um, So you were saying something about your, about your coach? Yeah. So that's actually how I got into personal training. Cause while I started doing Olympic weightlifting, I was working at Wendy's as a shift manager at Wendy's, um, which is just as exciting as it sounds. It was actually, it was very fun. Um, there was never, how many many fights, Hey, how many fights did you break up? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> was, I know that there was one. There was the one that, that I mentioned before. <laughs> that was yes. I feel like there's a lot of fights at Wendy's. The the greatest yeah. thing that Wendy, <laughs> I'll never forget that when um when we interviewed you at the the other job that we used to work at, that you actually brought <laughs> up breaking up a fight at a Wendy's I as, I as, as 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 an example <laughs> of a situation where you um, had to work with a difficult client, and that was the that was the it was the greatest story I've ever heard as a as a director in an interview. So never stop telling the Wendy's fight story. I won't. So, I won't. Okay, so so you're you're working out at the weightlifting gym, and you're working at Wendy's. So how did that turn into you kind of? Start starting at a gym. I was already kind of looking for my segue out of Wendy's. Cause I was like, I don't want to be here anymore. <laughs> like, yeah. this is not for me. <laughs> so <laughs> I was still trying to figure out what exactly I wanted to do. I knew I wanted to do something with like sports and fitness, but I was like, wasn't sure what route to take. And then the head coach of the weightlifting 
club that I lift for, he um, was a regular at the Y um, and he knew you. So he actually was like, Hey, and it was funny because he was just like, Hey, I'll like talk about you with Johnny to see if I can get you like a job in the gym. And I was like, who's Johnny? (laughs) And (laughs) he he just like, I think he had assumed that I went to the Y. Um, And then he, but he like, thankfully it was just like really lucky. I like had that connection where he like knew you and he like knew other people that work there. So then he, and I don't remember exactly if this is correct or not. So correct me if this is wrong, but I think he helped set up the interview. Is that right? I don't remember. Oh, I mean, he, he walked, he walked up to me because he knew that I was the only, like one of the only other people who did any type of Olympic lifting, uh, at the gym. So he, oh. he, knew, he must've known that you needed a, a job somewhere and he must've seen that we were hiring, but I just remember him coming up and, and talking, uh, all kinds of great stuff about you. And, and obviously, yeah. um, you know, he, he talked about you kind of just basically walking into the gym and getting going <laughs> with them. Uh, yeah. and so that was a, obviously a, a, a positive attribute that you, you know, you weren't easily intimidated, uh, that you, you know, you took initiative and you know, all these, these positive qualities uh, that it takes to work in a gym atmosphere. So he talked you up and that's when we set up the interview after that. So you were then working there with us uh, while you started your schooling to become a personal trainer. Correct. Yeah. I was working yeah. a mixture of like doing the paperwork at the front desk and then also working in the gym in the back, like cleaning, cleaning stuff, not as a personal trainer. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And then the personal training program, I was your professor for some of your classes there. Sorry, you hear the dog barking in the background. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I was a professor for a few of those classes there, but um, you went through our program to become certified through the National Academy of Sports Medicine. Where did you kind of go from there when it comes to your certifications? What other ones have you gotten since then? Um, I've gotten, so I started off by getting my corrective exercise specialty cert, which was through NASM. Um, and then after that, about a year later, I went and got my USA weightlifting level one cert. And then now I'm currently in the process of getting my performance enhancement specialty cert. So awesome. So technically three by the end of the year. (laughs) But so when you first started training, you had the first certified personal trainer certification. And then along the way, you got these other certifications to, to kind of enhance certain things that you wanted to learn more or certain people that you wanted to work with, or why did you choose those types of certifications? Um, So I knew corrective exercise would be a big thing um, because I know that that basically you can do, you can work with basically anybody with that. Cause that's not yes, specific yeah, to age range. It's not specific to like goals. Like pretty much everyone needs to move well. Like that's a universal thing. Um, yeah. So I got that one cause it was a big one in terms of. And then I you got the U S the USA weightlifting coach one for obvious reasons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that one. Yeah. Yeah. That one. I just, I really, really wanted. That was actually a birthday gift from my mom. She like, oh, that's awesome. Course. Yeah, that was cool. That's really cool. Um, and, and then, then for performance enhancement specialist, is that something that kind of goes hand in hand with your USAW cert? Um, I would say it's kind of a blend of both because oh, cool. okay. it can apply it through, like I, it definitely works for the USAW and it definitely works for anyone I'm working with that has any type of competitive based goals, but it also, okay. because it's through NASM, they still do a lot of emphasis on like the NASM structure where it's really focused on movement quality. So it actually does have a little bit of overlap with the corrective cert as well. So it was a really nice blend. 
Cool. Okay. So it sounds like, so you have, you know, corrective exercise performance mixed with something sports specific. It's a nice, I think you've done a good job of getting a a nice, well-rounded approach to the certifications you're getting rather than just, I mean, it is okay in some cases to really get into one thing, but I think Mm -hmm. what makes trainers good trainers, what I think makes you such a good trainer is that you have this wide range of experiences and certifications and education. So you really can work with anybody. So I think that was, I I think that's, yeah. Those have been smart decisions I think you've made over the past three years. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So, so during that time, you you've worked at several places as uh, as a trainer um, in in different roles. You've learned a lot. Uh, I wanted to kind of <laughs> ask you a few a few questions about your experience now. Now that you know this has become your career and you and you've done well with it. Uh, getting out of you know how you got into this and your education. Now let's get into you know you've been a trainer for a few years now. I want to know kind of what what do you have you learned along the way? So three plus years of training now, three and a half years I think it is now. Yeah. 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 So what's been your and this is an easy one here, what's, what do you think is your favorite <laughs> part so far of being a personal trainer of the um, job? Definitely the clients themselves, like the people themselves, <laughs> like for sure. Okay. Um, is like my favorite. Um, like <laughs> anyone that knows me knows that I'm like really awkward, like, but I also really like being social at the same time. So it's kind of not a good mixture when you think about it, <laughs> um, because I love talking to people, but sometimes I'm not good at it. <laughs> um, so I love like the social aspect of training clients and like building that connection with them, like that personal okay. connection. That's definitely like my favorite. Um, cause I know like from experience, like you build like lasting relationships with clients, which is like super cool. Absolutely. Um, And that, so that's definitely like my favorite. Um, But then then also the other thing that's my favorite is seeing, and like, this is also based off of like my personal experience is like seeing people reach their goals that they've been working really, really hard to, to reach for a long time and like seeing how excited they get and like being able to like share that with them is so cool. So that's definitely like my two favorite things. That's awesome because because now that you have been doing this for you know a few years, you've worked with some people for a a, a decent amount of time. Yeah, yeah, and that's for it, sure. yeah, it's, it's it's cool to get to experience those things along with people. Oh yeah, yeah, like there are now, people that like have shown me pictures of like their kids and their grandkids, and it's always like cute. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so now, along with you know being part of people's experiences, both in the gym and out of the gym, you know, it, as you develop these relationships with them, what has been one of the biggest challenges for you ab- about being a personal trainer? Um, definitely the biggest, and this might be just personally to me was kind of adapting to different environments, which does tie into 2020 a little bit, but even like before that, like the hardest part about being a trainer was adjusting to, or for me so far has been adjusting to like, if you go to gym A and then that's totally different from gym B and that's totally different from gym C. So kind of adjust how I was training and style to fit oh, okay. certain so, gyms that maybe weren't c- compatible with my style. So what I was thinking challenges for me, a lot of the challenges I have, since I was in one gym for so long, one of, some of my biggest challenges were, uh, you know, as, as much as I love people that there are, you know, difficult things that you go through with your clients and, and difficult situations and maybe difficult goals that people have. So your mm-hmm. challenges seem to be more of the, on like the, almost like the, the business end side of it. Is that what you feel like? 
Yeah, yeah, for sure, okay. for sure. Because that's yeah. always been the area where I struggle with a lot is like more being more business oriented and less less non-business oriented. <laughs> okay, okay. So, because you, yeah, you have, I mean, you've worked in more gyms than I have uh, mm-hmm. in, in these past three years because I, you know, oh, I that's wasn't working during, during that time. Um, yeah, so so you you've learned different things though at other places, mm-hmm. and I think you know what what challenges you or what doesn't challenge you doesn't change you, right? So right, if you, exactly. If you if you hadn't gone around and gotten those different experiences in different environments, you wouldn't have found the environment that you that you thrive in as a tra- as a trainer. Right, exactly. Like yeah. I wouldn't be able to figure out what exactly is for me versus what isn't yes. for me. Yeah. And I think that's important for for young trainers. If anyone listening to this is is aspiring to be a trainer or is a trainer that's new into this, is that you might not find the perfect gym right away, and you might love your clients, but maybe not like the place, or maybe you like the place, but the clientele is not for you. And it's it's totally fine to look around, and and this is a, a high turnover career, and a lot of places. I mean, good managers will want what's best for you as a trainer. So that's why, you know, when, when you did leave to go find another place, like it was, it was exciting for me to see you go someplace and, and take on a different role. And now mm-hmm. it's really exciting for me to be able to bring you back, <laughs> back yeah. to straight shot. So uh, along the way, uh, what are some of the big wins that you've experienced alongside a client? You talked before about, you know, experiencing things with people and their successes. What are some of these that you've experienced alongside your clients? Um, so definitely, so I'll get into three. Um, so first one was this, um, 78 year old woman that I trained and she was so cool. Cause she was like, I want to learn how to do stuff with the barbells. And I was like, heck yeah. Like, that's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Um, so my, the, it was really exciting because she was 78 and within like a little less than a year, we got her to deadlift a hundred pounds, which was like, a huge thing because she cool. was like I never would have ever thought that I would have been able to pick up something that was like triple digits and she like picked it up yeah. and she moved it pretty well like it, it wasn't <laughs> like it didn't kill her to move it so we were like it was super exciting for me to like share that with her and she was so excited so that was really really cool um another big win was when I I used to train with a client who she had um she was going through a lot of health things Um, She had a lot of movement, like physical um, and tactile disabilities, but she also had a little bit of developmental disabilities as well. So kind of getting her biggest thing for us goal wise was just to get her moving. Like that was like what we focused on. Like I just wanted her to move. I didn't I wasn't going to have her do anything crazy. Like we were just going to keep her on her feet moving as much as possible Um, and kind of teaching her like how to build up a routine and getting her into a routine and like building up a relationship with her was like the coolest thing ever. Cause she would like always give me hugs and she was like so sweet. And like, I got along with her really, really well. And we just like built up like that consistency, which was super fun. That was definitely like really rewarding was to do something that like I got a lot out of that. So, um, and then the third one was I, um, worked with, trying to remember how long ago this was um I think it was like a year ago I had a client that um she had a lot of this was more movement based but she okay. had really big unevenness with her rotation in her shoulders from her right to her left so which sounds like a really small thing but for how active she was and like all the stuff she did like in her garden and things like that that was like a big deal because it would cause her pain 
Um, okay. So then over time, we corrected. I we I gave her a lot of unilateral work. We did a lot of rotation work. Um, and over time, she saw a huge difference to the point where she would like every single session we would train, she would always be like, oh my gosh, my shoulder is like feeling a million That's times cool. better. And I feel a huge difference. Um, and that one was significant because that was like the first time where I had had more of like a like I had had a client actually express to me the difference in their movement patterns. Cause like there's okay. lots of times where I could see how people were moving differently, but sometimes yeah. it's difficult for them to feel it. Um, but she was like, Oh, I feel it. And I was like, Oh, cool. So that was like exciting. <laughs> yeah. That's, and that's, that's awesome. And, and, and now even just with, you know, your, the short time that you've started with back with straight shot, training people online, you know, already I've, I've gotten such good feedback from people that you're training remotely saying Aww. like, I feel, I feel so much better. And I think that's one of the big things that, that I like to focus on with what we provide here is that, you know, we, weight loss is just one part of this. And so many people right. are, think they need to work out for weight loss, but just to be able to help somebody feel good and not be in pain and do their, their job without pain and, and play with their kids without pain or their grandkids without pain. I think that's, that's one of the, the big things that's like my favorite thing to hear as a trainer. So you've obviously experienced that so far and you're going to continue experiencing it, but yeah, that's, it's cool whenever they, they feel or they see that change and they can bring it up. Yeah. Yeah. That's always cool. <laughs> yeah. So how now has 2020 changed the way that you're doing things as a personal trainer? (laughs) (laughs) Even saying the numbers 2020. (laughs) Um, So the beginning of the spring of the year, I'm not even going to lie. The spring was awful for me. (laughs) I'm not even going to lie. you actually, you went through some, jo- we don't need to get into too much of it, but you went right. through some, some job changes because gyms yeah. were, gyms were really, really having trouble and gyms, um, gyms were doing, you know, what they had to do to try to be able to, to reopen at some point. And, you know, sometimes right. that did involve, you know, laying people off and furloughing people and not bringing people back. And it was just, it was a really, really rough time. So I guess mm-hmm. more what I want to get out of it is, you know, how has it changed the way that you're training people now? So now it's, it's helped a lot with, um, because I personally am, am not very good at change. I'm just, I'm just not like, I know myself (laughs) well enough that I know that I don't handle change as well as some people, but, um, it has definitely helped with me being more adaptable in my career for sure. Like for example, being able to adapt over to, and kind of realizing, oh, lots of the stuff that we could do in person we could also do virtual if we have to like during as in like during the pandemic and stuff so basically being adaptable to how to offer services but also being adaptable or trying to teach clients like that on the adaptability and that training is a lot more than just like machines at the gym (laughs) yes and and there's a lot that you can do with what you have at home and you get a lot of you can get a lot of personalized attention over a, a zoom call or, you know, through a, a training app or something like that. Right. Uh, so let's, let's talk a little bit about that. Let's talk about now that you're, that you're working with straight shot. You have clients that you train through our app. So we call that workout programming. It's a, it's a mixture of, you know, you programming workouts and you providing accountability for people by checking in with them throughout the week. They use our app. It's got demo videos. You lay out their sets, their reps, everything, all the notes and stuff. Uh, they mm-hmm. train on their own and then you check in with them. Then there's also, 
the Zoom sessions where you're actually there on the other line, walking them through those workouts. Um, but a lot of people still don't understand exactly how remote training works, even if we explain it that way. So why don't you walk us through what workout programming and accountability looks like through our app? Like if, if I were to sign up with you as a client through Straight Shot and you're going to provide workout programming for me, what is it that exactly that I get from you? So with that, you get um, you always get a warm up. You get prehab work, which is kind of like a corrective mobility work, but also a little bit of some corrective strength that kind of segues you into the workouts that you're doing for that day. So it'll be specific it. based off of what you're doing. Um, but with that, with the app and with the workouts, you get customizable workouts that are completely based off of your own goals. Um, and it's also structured to fit how much time you have, because that's been a really big deal for my clients yeah. that are that are training with me through Team Builder on the app right now is they have really busy lives and they're like, I just need something that's quick and I just have it and it's accessible to me whenever and I just do it. So... And are these people working out at home or at the gym mainly that you're working with? Most of them are at home. Yeah. Um, so you're, so, they, so you're then taking whatever equipment they have and, right. and yeah, and, and basing everything around that person. So it's, it's different, you know, people can find workouts anywhere on Pinterest or YouTube, but this is, this is completely customized to the person based on their needs then. Exactly. And so I'll text my clients just to check in and say, you know, like, how are your workouts going this week? Do you mm -hmm. have any specific questions? Um, any adjustments that we want to make? So like, for example, I have a client that sends me, she actually sends me videos of her lifts, and I'll give her feedback, which is like, awesome. Like, that's a blast. Yeah. So like, I'll give her instant feedback. And then she knows what's what to correct, either on that next set or the next time that she has that exercise. Um, and then I'll check in with my other clients, and they'll give me feedback on like, well, I'm not sure exactly what to do with this or this exercise bothers my back. So can I sub something else? And then I tell them okay. what to sub or fix that in the program for them. So that way they have it. So it's very much, it's very fluid. Like once you get it, yeah, what to say, cause on, on the app, we can change things literally on the fly. It's not like we're sending you one thing and then that's it. You know, we're constantly changing and refining things to make sure it works for the, the clients on a continuing basis. Right, exactly. Yeah, it's it's never a fixed thing. It's always going to adjust to what the client needs. Yeah. And then uh, quickly, we can get into Zoom sessions. Those probably look a little bit more like a personal training session with you, right? Yeah, those those are almost very, very similar to just a standard personal training session. Um, only difference is just that it's me looking at someone and then they're like in their house. So that's like the yes. only difference <laughs> is that like I'm seeing them in their home. Um, okay. So you're still doing your warm up and your your prehab and your drills, that, except that you're they're actually getting you in real time, cueing them and demonstrating things like that. Yeah, exactly. Yep. So it's just it's instant feedback as I see them moving, or feedback while they're in the middle of the set. Like I can say, like, oh, keep that tension in your core, or hips higher, hips lower, things like that. Like as they're going through an exercise. Um, Got it. So it's that instant feedback. It's just okay. over the camera, but it's, <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> so the only, the only thing we can't do is spot the clients. That's why I tell the clients, right. before, you go, before you go up and wait, just understand, I can't grab the weight, but I can yes. call 911. I can call 911 if it's on your neck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's yeah, about all that's I can very do. true. <laughs> yes. That's, yeah. 
So if someone wanted to get started training with you, a great option, I think, would be to do the workout programming so they would have those workouts, you know, throughout the week based on their schedule. They have you to provide accountability all week long, but maybe if they're having trouble with their form on something, even with a couple of lifts, maybe lifts from different days, they could just do a Zoom call with you or, or every week just to go over those lifts so that you could really, because you you are good with with, and I, this is, goes back to even when you first started with me going through the program at, at Frederick Community College, you are really good at seeing something, providing the cue and fixing it, providing verbal cues. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Where I know, I know a, lo- a lot of coaches are very tactile coaches. They have to kind of get their hands mm-hmm. on people. Or oh, they yeah, have no, I'm not right a tactile there. coach. <laughs> no, no, no. But so you, you are very good at, at verbal cueing. So I think that's something that when people are hesitant to try Zoom sessions, like, well, it can't be as good mm-hmm. as a trainer being there. It, it can mm-hmm. be if the trainer knows how to do it right. And, and you do do well with those verbal cues. So it would be a good option if oh, somebody thanks. wanted to. <laughs> as they're doing their workout programming to get on a zoom call with you. And plus it's great to have that, that extra accountability of having an appointment to see your trainer. I think that really helps. People. Yeah. Oh yeah. That helps a lot. Cause then it's like that blocked out half hour or yes. hour. That's like just for them. And it's like, this is I'm, my time. <laughs> but honestly, you know, if people wanted to, they could do, I've had people do four zoom sessions with me a week because they needed mm-hmm. to have that accountability and it, and it worked well for them. So it's really right. It, accountability is one of the big things I think that, that we keep coming back to that we're providing now with straight mm-hmm. shot. And, and why I'm, I'm so mm-hmm. glad that you're able to help us out with this because you are great at holding people accountable without uh, see- seeming judgmental because <laughs> there's a fine line <laughs> yeah. between like, Hey, just checking in and Hey, I noticed you haven't done any of your workouts. What's wrong? <laughs> so, <Yeah. laughs> but you know, I didn't realize that was one of the main reasons that people hire personal trainers when I first started. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, being an accountability partner is is so much more of what we do than just being workout designers and mm-hmm. and I think that's something that both of us have learned over 2020 um, and I, I don't want to speak for you you can give me your experience but I think that mm-hmm. that it, it has been helpful to show us that uh, we can provide accountability in different ways that it's not that people just need workouts and that when covid hit and with the shutdowns people stopped getting workouts they stopped getting their accountability. And I think that was the big thing where people started to fall off. So us being accountability partners is just as important as us being workout designers. Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. Like, absolutely. Because that's the whole that's the whole difference between having a coach versus just having a general program is you have that person that's there for you. <laughs> yes. Cool. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on, Delaney. I'm, I mean, I, I yeah, know I say it all the time, but I, I'm super proud of you. It's been <laughs> so cool to see you go from like Kevin saying, hey, can you interview this, <laughs> this girl for a job all the way up to now? You know, I, you know, you're you're working that with us now at Straight Shot and you're you're helping so many people. And I'm getting to see, you know, the programs you're designing and your communication with your clients. And it's it's all awesome. It's super, super impressive. And I'm extremely proud of the trainer that you've become. Oh, Yay. Thank you. No, I'm awesome. so excited to be here. Like it's, it's so exciting. Uh, for anyone listening to this today is my first official day as being only an employee of straight shot. That's so true. Oh, this man. is <laughs> technically this my is day so one cool. kind of. <laughs> awesome. So yeah, I'm very excited. <laughs> A three year journey to get to this first. Yes. Day. Yes. That's awesome. Almost exactly three years. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Well, thank you so much for coming on Delaney. Thanks for having me.
Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. If you could take a second to leave a rating on whatever platform you're currently listening on, that would be awesome. It would be even better if you could share this episode with someone that helps us out a lot. And hey, if you want to be the first to hear about new stuff coming up with Straight Shot, if you want access to exclusive deals and giveaways, plus content from our coaches that you can't get anywhere else, please head over to straightshottraining.com and join our email club. While you're on the website, you can see more content like our blog. You can head over to the About Us section and get to know the other trainers. And I just want to let you all know Delaney and the other coaches at Straight Shot are all currently accepting new clients for remote training, and they would love to chat with you about your training options. So while you're at straightshottraining.com, you can just click Request a Trainer on the homepage, and that'll get you going. Because look, Halloween's next week, and then it's just a few weeks until Thanksgiving, And then we all know what happens with your diet and exercise routine between then and Christmas. So now is the time to get going with a coach who can help you stay on track to finish this year out strong. We love helping you just as much as you love not falling off track over the holidays. So again, just head to straightshottraining.com and hit us up. Thank you again so much for listening today and have a great week, everybody.